Welcome. You're listening to a members-only broadcast brought to you by Barnabas Foundation. To learn more about the variety of resources, tools, and training available to you, log into the Member Center at www.barnabasfoundation.org. Ready to make the most of your membership? This episode is one of three selected recordings from Barnabas Foundation's Membership Tour, an interactive online orientation designed for anyone looking to gain a deeper understanding of the resources and services that are available through your membership. In this episode, Barnabas Foundation's Cindy Remersma explains the gift administration services that are available to help your ministry receive a variety of planned gifts. To experience the membership tour in its entirety, check out the schedule for this and other training events in the Member Center at BarnabasFoundation.org. Yes. Um, in your member guide, we'll be referencing pages 10 and 11. And so, Cindy, uh, take it away. Sure. Thanks, Kurt. I'm going to share my screen right away here. Uh, as Kurt said, my name is Cindy Remersma. I've been with Barnabas, had the joy of being with Barnabas um, for 20 years, I think it's been, um, in various roles on our finance team. And we work with a great group of people on our finance team and also the, the gift administration team, which is a component of the finance team. And your interaction with our finance team and our gifts administration team is really that we you should consider us your back office, um, your back office for planned gifts. So we're kind of your finance team for planned gifts. And that is in the area of gift annuities, charitable trust, appreciated stocks, different types of assets like real estate, commodities, cryptocurrency. I'll tell you a little bit about our donor advised fund and then also some designated endowment fund and foundation options that we have for, for you. So I'm going to talk about each of these a little bit. Um, you'll notice that when I talk about them, alongside of what I'm talking about is a, a picture of our information sheet that we have that comes up with from our marketing department. So as Heather said, these can be customizable and they are great information sheets for you to share with your supporters, which describes more in depth and just kind of plants the seed for these different gift options. So let's dive into um, gift annuities. So gift annuities, again, you don't need to know everything about gift annuities, but if you'd like to know more about gift annuities, I'm going to be doing a, a member live a webinar on June 14th, where we'll dive a little deeper into how gift annuities work and also charitable trusts as well and how they're different. But just to give you a little overview here, um, a gift annuity is where a donor makes a gift um, in exchange for income for the remainder of their lifetime. And the percentage that that gift annuity pays out to them is based on their age. They receive a partial charitable deduction for the gift because they're giving some of that money back. Really um, attractive supporters who are 65 and older. So kind of an option for your seniors as maybe an alternative to investing in CDs. Um, the suggested minimum that we have is $25,000, but we may be willing to do it for as low as $10,000 if you have a supporter where that's just as much as they can afford it at this time. So let's just give to news kind of an overview. As you can see, we have a information sheet that describe those, describes that in a little more depth and it's something that you could share with your supporter. So now let's talk to the process of a, of a charitable gift. Let's say that you presented the idea to your supporter 
We have um, a gift calculator on our website. So you could, when you're sitting at your supporter's kitchen table, you could go to that, that gift calculator and enter in some information and provide them with what that payment would be to them, what their charitable deduction would be. Um, so I recommend that you check that out, kind of play around with that tool a little bit. Happy to walk you through using that if you'd like us to, to do that. Uh, but now the donor has said, supporter said, yep, we're interested in doing this. How can we do it? We will be happy to issue that charitable gift duty for your ministry. We are registered um, with the insurance commissions in 49 states, not Hawaii. Hawaii, you need to be uh, have a resident or a workplace in Hawaii, so we're not registered in Hawaii, but we can issue charitable gift duties in all of those states. So again, that's something that your ministry does not have to do because we've done that work for you, and that is part of your, your ministry, your uh, membership is us issuing those on your behalf. So you contact us with information about the donor. We will prepare an illustration and an application packet that you can then su supply to that supporter. We are as involved as you want us to be. We are happy to deliver that packet to you for you to hand deliver it to your supporter, or we're happy to send it directly to them, whether that be via email or the mail. We will take your lead and however you want us to do that. Then you can follow up with that supporter asking if they've gotten the packet, how it's gone, if they're ready to move forward with the gift annuity. If they are, they send that application and funding back to us at, at Barnabas. We provide them with a gift annuity agreement and a charitable receipt. And then the gift annuity is, is in place. We provide you with a copy of that as well. So again, you're knowing you're seeing exactly what your supporter is seeing. We want you to be along at every step of this so that you're constantly walking your supporter through this process. We then manage that gift annuity during the supporter's lifetime, during that, that we make the payments to them. We issue them a 1099, do that tax reporting on, on your behalf. Then the, the gift annuity matures, your supporter passes away. We send you a balance of what that gift, what's in that gift annuity account. And so whatever the balance is, we just forward directly on to your ministry. Um, again, we do provide, if we are issuing your charitable gift annuities, we are also providing you with an annual report that's showing you what gift annuities we are managing solely on, solely on your behalf, and then also what the value of that, those gift annuities are. So you're constantly aware of, of that information as well. So that is the charitable gift annuity process. Again, if you have any questions as we go through this, don't, don't um, please feel free to raise your hand. We're happy to answer those. Um, as we talk about each particular gift. We'll move on to charitable trusts. Again, don't know, need to know a lot about the charitable trusts. Typically, our, our main, my main advice in working with a donor who might be interested in a charitable trust is to get them connected with one of our planners. This is an area of expertise that you really want to take advantage of that partnership with Barnabas and connect your supporter with one of our planners. Because charitable gift, the charitable remainder trust, typically the minimum gift is $100,000. They are used to establish a separate legal agreement, which is that charitable trust. So our planning attorneys can help the donor to do that work with their advisor to get that set up. Um, often these are funded when a, a supporter is selling real estate and they want to maintain income from that real estate or a business interest or maybe some appreciated securities that they want to continue to get income from that, from that gift is when a, a charitable remainder trust would be an appropriate gift for them. 
we could serve as trustee of that trust. I'll just kind of run through the process a little bit here. As I said, engage them with the planner. The planner will work directly with them and um, they'll work with their advisor to draft the trust agreement. We will serve as trustee of that trust, meaning we'll make payments to the supporter during their, their lifetime or as long as the trust is in effect for. We'll prepare the tax documents for them, whether that's the receipt for their initial gift or if it's an ongoing, what we call a K-1 is the tax form that your supporter would get from the payments that they receive. Again, we manage this during the life of the trust. At the end of the trust, we send you a check for the balance of that the charitable trust. So again, another gift option where we can serve as your back office for administering a charitable remainder trust. Next, I'd like to talk a little bit about treasure accounts. So treasure accounts is a designated account that your ministry can set up with Barnabas Foundation to receive specific non-cash assets, whether that be appreciated securities that are held longer than a year, real estate, business interests, commodities. We receive the gift for your benefit from your supporter, and that is run through a treasure account. Someone on your ministry can have online access to that account so they can constantly see the activity going in and, and coming out of that. Um, and so it's a great, great option, again, for you to kind of use our back office services and have direct access for that. So I'm going to walk through each of these um, different types of gifts and talk about how those, how you would work with a supporter to, say, make an appreciated stock gift to, to your treasure account through Barnabas Foundation. We have a co-branded information sheet that you can provide for your supporter who wants to make an appreciated stock gift. Some of you may already have brokerage accounts and use those brokerage accounts to receive those gifts of stock. That, that is perfectly fine to continue doing that. This might be an alternative to that. The cost of receiving these gifts is included in your membership. So the only expense is a minor commission fee that's charged by E-Trade which is who we use to receive these, these stock gifts. Some of the more full-service brokers charge, you know, they're forced really to charge larger commissions, maybe in the range of $200. So there may be some savings by having Barnabas do this for you. But as I said, you would provide this um, co-branded form to your supporter. They then share this information with their advisor, whoever it is that's transferring the shares from their account to us. So they really have to initiate that because that's their account. Their advisor is not going to talk to us or wherever they hold those shares needs to hear from your supporter and get authorization from your supporter to make that transfer. The transfer is then done directly to Barnabas Foundation. We receive it in our brokerage account. We immediately sell that. We're watching that brokerage account multiple times a day. So we're going to immediately sell those, those securities we will take the um, responsibility of sending your supported charitable receipt letters. So again, you don't have to worry about making sure that you're providing the right receipt. We'll take care of that. Um, and then we'll send you a check for the proceeds and a copy of the receipt letter. So you've seen exactly what your supporter has seen um, when they receive that receipt letter from us. Again, any questions about these, feel free to ask them as we go along. So real estate, a little bit more complex. So we're going to want to make sure that we get one of our planners involved in that. So um, we recommend that you connect um, your supporter with our planning services to make that, that gift of real estate. But we can, we can definitely um, receive that on your behalf. Their supporter would fill out a real estate information form. 
This form really just tells us the type of real estate that they're gifting, whether it's a vacant land um, or whether it's a rental property that they have, whatever it may be, just gives us more information about that gift. And that then goes to our gift acceptance team. And they then decide if they you know, were able to receive the gift of real estate. We typically do, but sometimes we come back and ask some more questions about it. We just want to make sure that it's a good gift for your supporter to make and one that we can receive. And then if that gift acceptance team says, yep, we're happy to receive this, this gift of real estate, um, we would then ask your um, supporter's attorney to prepare a deed, a warranty deed to gift that property to Barnabas Foundation so that we can then receive it. And then we work towards liquidating that property. Um, and sometimes those liquidations happen right away. Sometimes your supporter may know someone that's in, you know, that's interested in the property and, that, and that's great. Um, sometimes they may know a real estate agent that they want to um, list the property. We're happy to, um, to interact with that agent to go ahead and, and list that property for us. Um, we take care of the property once it's gifted to us. So we have a whole team. Um, really, Janae Dessenberg from our group is responsible for making sure the utilities get paid, property taxes get paid, all those little things that you do not have to think about once that gift is made. We take care of that for you um, in the back office, make sure that that is done. And then once the property is, is sold, we again, if it's given to you directly um, and the supporter wants to benefit just your ministry with the proceeds of that, we will issue you a check for the proceeds um, of the sale of that real estate. So again, have, you know, we, we are your back office administration for receiving those gifts of real estate. Similar is a business interest, very similar to real estate. If you have a supporter that's gonna approach you with some shares of a privately held company or they're selling their company, um, that is a great time to interact with them about a gift for your, your ministry. And it's done in a similar way to real estate where we're going to connect them with a, a planner and they will work through our ability to accept the gift and how the gift will be liquidated. But we do all of that in, in the background and then provide you with a, a check for the proceeds once that business um, transaction has occurred and we have cash from their, their gift, their business interest. Uh, next is commodities. For any of you that work with any kind of farmers, I highly recommend if you're not doing this already to look at the option of having those farmers gift commodities um, to your ministry. And they can do that through Barnabas Foundation. So connect them with, um, with gifts at barnabasfoundation.org and we would be happy to provide them with the information they need to make that commodity gift. Um, we receive the gift, they complete a gift form and that is how we're made aware of the gift. We established, Barnabas establishes, and let's take the example of gifting grain. But I want to, um, a minute, let you know, gifts of commodities can be in the form of grain, steers, eggs, almonds, and a variety of commodities that are, are grown out there that your supporter could potentially give to your ministry. And um, one of the things that they would do is to, we would do, excuse me, is to establish an account with, let's say, that grain elevator company. So the donor delivers the grain to the grain elevator company to Barnabas's account. We then make the call to have them liquidate that at the market price. And we provide the donor with an acknowledgement. With a gift of commodities, they don't receive a charitable deduction. Instead, they would receive an acknowledgement of their, of their gift. And um, 
We then would provide them with that acknowledgement and send you a copy of the acknowledgement letter and, and a check for the proceeds. Again, I could talk for a whole half an hour itself on gifting commodities. And we have lots of uh, webinars available where you can find out more information about that or just give me a call. I'm happy to walk through the benefits of gifting commodities and, and how that works. Cryptocurrency, this is a new hot asset to, to give and we can receive that gift um, again, on your behalf. We have accounts set up to be able to do that. We can provide a wallet address to your supporter where they can transfer their crypto to our wallet. We sell it, we're notified right away that it's there. We sell it right away and we provide you a check and we provide your supporter with the receipt letter and the information that they need to be able to take a charitable deduction for that gift. So just know that we are able to receive and process these gifts on your behalf. A stewards fund. The stewards fund is, is our donor advised fund that Barnabas offers for all of your supporters. A stewards fund is going to be used when your supporter maybe has um, a large life event, like they sold real estate or they've sold a business, or maybe they've got a lot of appreciated stock that they want to use to benefit multiple ministries. A donor advised fund is the answer to, for that because they can make that gift through the donor advised fund. We take care of liquidating the asset that they've gifted, and then that money is in this account that they can distribute to those favorite ministries and charities at any time. Um, it's also used by a number of, of donors when they want to do bunching, when they maybe in one year want to take the standard deduction, which I think is over 27000 in 2023, and then the next year they maybe want to itemize. So a donor advice fund, again, a great option um, for, for doing that. Um, and our donor advice fund is called our stewards fund. You'll hear us talk about the stewards fund, and it's just a great benefit for your supporters in supporting the multiple ministries that they that they want to benefit. Um, another option that we have is, is designated funds, and designated funds can be used when a supporter wants to support your ministry over a longer period, and they can um, they can do that, say, um, let's say they want to make an IRA, if they want to take advantage of the $100,000 um, deduction in that, or not deduction, excuse me, that they could get from their IRA to support your ministry, but they may not want to give it all in one year. They may want it to be there giving over the next five or 10 years. They can set up a designated fund at Barnabas Foundation. We would receive that money, hold it in that account, invest it for them if that's what they'd like us to, to do, and then make those distributions automatically if, as they have set that up. Designated funds, again, are a great place to receive QCDs from IRAs um, for donors to be able to support your ministry over a number of years. We also are able to set up endowment and foundation funds for your ministry. So let's say that there's something has occurred that you really want to um, have an account outside of your books. Maybe you received a large gift. You don't want to include it in your books. We can um, take that gift on your behalf and send that money to you as specifically set up in, in a written agreement that we would that we would establish when the fund is, is started. So just know that that option is available for you. We can invest those funds for you. And, um, and just, again, just another option that's available for you because of your membership with Barnabas. So I have gone over a ton. I feel like I've been talking forever about this. Lots of details in the work that we do with gift administration. I want you to know that we are here and available for you. If you have any questions about any of these types of gifts, we are your, your go-to on that. You do not have to have all the answers about that. That's what your membership is for. So we're here to help you and assist whenever you need that.
and I'll stop sharing and see if there's any questions that you might have. Yeah, there's been a little bit of activity in the chat, Cindy. Um, just a quick question on, on the minimum. I know I mentioned it's $10,000 minimum to open a DAF, but uh, can you clarify, does it have to be maintained? Can they run the balance down? That kind of stuff. Certainly, it does not have to be maintained. It's an initial $10,000 gift to, to establish an account, but once that initial gift is, is given, there's no balance that has to be retained in the account. We have some people that, as I was talking about doing bunching, that will just spend it down over two years to zero, and then the next year they'll add to it again. And so, yeah, no, no balance needs to be maintained. Thanks, Cindy. And uh, in regards to the member asset management side of things, I engage with a lot of our members. We have about 85 or so of our members that have entrusted assets to us to manage on their behalf. As you mentioned, some of it's endowment and foundation funds, some of it's scholarship money, some of it's uh, cash reserve funds and so forth. So if there's something that you have an issue with or would like us to look at, we'd be happy to uh, share how our, how our investment model might be a benefit to you. Um, and just a reminder, anytime you have a gift of something that's interesting, odd, perhaps you're struggling with what to do with it that we didn't mention, feel free to give us a call. We had a member engagement this morning about an individual who passed away and left the contents of a safe deposit box to the ministry, which it appears has a bunch of gold in it. And they're wondering, what do we do? And so we're engaging with that member right now on how best to transact and facilitate that gift um, to keep it in safekeeping um, and ultimately liquidate that to cash so that the ministry can use it. So uh, anytime you have questions at all, always feel free to give us a call. And again, if you have questions on any of the things that Cindy just shared, um, you can certainly contact Cindy, but also any member of the member relations team. Uh Thank you for listening. This has been a members-only broadcast brought to you by Barnabas Foundation. Learn more about the variety of resources, tools, and training available to you by logging into the Member Center at www.barnabasfoundation.org.